Episode 8. We're back. I am the Ugly Franco. This is Combat on the Couch, brought to you by Carney Combat Sports. Guys, today I'm joined by a doctor again. This is the second doctor we've had on the show. He is a doctor of what? Oh, we're going to find out. This is the first time I've met him, so we're going to meet him together. All right? This is Bryce Abbey. Welcome to Combat on the Couch. Thank you. Thank you. Professor at UNK. Alumni at UNK, alumni of UNL. What more do you want to know about it? Stick around. Stick around. Hey, nice to meet you, dude. Nice meeting you as well. Been looking How forward to this. Yeah. Good. Yeah, me Go too. Again. You know, yeah. I've heard a lot about you and I never have met you yet. Anytime that happens, I'm like, all right, <laughs> let's get into it, dude. I'm excited. And yeah. I was still late. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Very good. So give us a little background, Bryce. Where are you from? All right. Well, I grew up in Northwest Kansas, Goodland, Kansas. Um, actually, I've lived in Kearney longer than I lived there. I moved moved to Kearney in two thousand and one to wrestle for then Coach Bauer. Very good. Uh, wrestled from oh one to oh five. Uh, did all right with that and stuck around UNK. Uh, ran what was then the Human Performance Lab for several years. Got my master's in exercise science uh, through UNK. And ran, ran the lab, ran research, and just knew that the next step for me was that PhD. So I started looking around all over the country. I uh, tried to leave UNK several times, and it just came, kept coming back that I had a good job. My wife had a good job here uh, close to Kearney. And so I stayed and had an opportunity to join UNL in their uh, human sciences program uh, with community nutrition. So... Uh, got my PhD in human sciences through UNL uh, in the area of community nutrition uh, and then became a full professor uh, or f- a professor line at UNK in 2013-2014 uh, and so been doing the professor thing at UNK since then. So I like it. There's a whole lot in there. Okay, let's <laughs> slow it down, dude. You wrestled at UNK? Yeah, I wrestled. You came here in 2001 to wrestle? Yep. I came, okay. I came here fully expecting to redshirt. Um, I had won a state championship out of Kansas in high school, um, but I, and I was an okay recruit, but uh, UNK was pretty good at the time. They were top 10 uh, in the country, and so I knew, you know, my place was probably going to be come up here in red shirt. Um, yeah. When I came up here, the guy who was supposed to take the varsity spot uh, didn't come back to campus, and so there was still a few other guys ahead of me, um, but I started winning some matches, um, doing well in wrestle-offs, and Bauer asked me, he's like, hey, what do you think about pulling that redshirt year and just going varsity your freshman year? And I was like, I'm all in, right? Like, and I had talked to him like when I got recruited because I got recruited for $500 was my scholarship. Very nice. uh, For wrestling. (laughs) You'll take anything, right? (laughs) Yeah, and I'm like, so how do I make more? He's like, well, you become varsity, you qualify for nationals, you become an All-American. All of those things will add up and you can can get to a decent amount of scholarship. So I was like, all right. So then I got varsity, um, had a pretty good season, uh, qualified for nationals, 
uh, ended up uh, wrestling well at nationals my freshman year and ended up um, fourth place in the country uh, as a true freshman. Um, so things were going well and scholarship money uh, started coming in. And so it was exciting uh, that way. And then um, are you that kind of guy, though? Are you that kind of guy to just kind of grind it out and work? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I am not. I'm not the the elite um, technician. I'm not the like I work for a lot of of what I what I have. Right. I put in the extra time. I, I do the work that's necessary to get me to my goals. And I'm one of those guys, like if I set a goal, like Bauer gave me those goals, like you become varsity. That's what I noticed. Yeah. I was like, when, when, he when gave you, you the blueprint and yeah. then you were like, oh, if that's all I have to do, I'll just do it. Yep. And that, and that's exactly <laughs> the way it was. It was like, okay, what do I have to do to be the best at what I'm doing right now? And that's Fantastic. everything from my education uh, and, and my athletics. So. fix this a little bit. Better? Is that, oh. I just want that to be able to see your face. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Better? Still yeah, it's you? fantastic. Okay. I'm not cutting that either. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it makes sense. I mean, those people that are like that, once you can kind of show them, like, this is what I need you to do, and if you can do it, then this is the reward that's there. It's just very easy for them now. Yep. And it's just really respectable to see because sometimes – People give the blueprint so much, but nobody can get it. They're like, what about step three? I'm what, you know, like I can't get to varsity, but I'm winning all my matches or what? I don't know. Like, you know, yeah. And people make excuses. Yeah. And I'm definitely not one to make excuses. Like uh, I'm a, I'm a find a, find an answer. Don't bring me a problem. Kind of a, kind of a guy like what, uh, let's, the problem's there, but we got to find a solution. We're not just going to, uh, like you said, like ho hum, like woe is me, like I didn't make varsity or whatever. Like, okay, what do I, what do I have to do to get to that, to that next level? So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. So you get your masters at UNK. Yeah, well, I wrestled at UNK uh, for my undergrad. I actually ended up being a four-time All-American uh, wow. for UNK nice. as a true freshman. From true freshman, uh, I never, I never redshirted. There was a, a year in there I thought I was gonna have to take a medical. I tore my ACL. Um, I thought I was going to have to take a medical red shirt. Ended up coming out of that um, right right early on in the season. Again, one of those things like I had my surgery and the doctor said, if you do exactly what I say, nothing more and nothing less, I'll have you wrestling in four months. And so, again, just like you said, I followed that blueprint, nothing more, nothing less. And I wrestled in a competitive uh, varsity match that year, four, almost four months to the day after surgery. And so... Um, yeah, I was able to come away a four-time All-American. Uh, the time I graduated, I had the most wins in UNK uh, history. Um, was later beat by Travel DeLognev. Uh, if you know Travel, he's a uh, bronze medalist in the Olympics, now coaches for uh, UNL. And so, Sounds like he's all right. Yeah, he, he's a decent one to be sitting number two behind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're okay with it? Yeah. That's a good time. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, then I, I stayed on. Um, after uh, I got a postgraduate um, athletic scholarship uh, through the NCAA. So I stayed on and got my master's there at UNK um, in exercise science. And I, I loved what I did. I, lo- I still love what I do. Um, why? Why? Because why, I, I, why do I get you to, like it? I, I get to work with people that, uh, well, I, 
one, I get to influence the next generation of right now strength and conditioning coaches, uh, sports nutrition. Yeah, coaches. yeah, yeah. But why though? Why? What gets you off, boss? <laughs> Everybody wants to know why you go there every single day. We get the purpose and the professional answer. Why do you like to do it though? Why? What gets you off? Well, I. You know I, what I, I'm saying? Why do you go there? And what little part of the the communication that everyone else says this is exhausting. That like, how do you? Why do you love that little those, those little parts of it? Because it's a lot of little things. Yeah, that, that's a good question. I I do. I think that uh, I'm I'm always excited to learn, and I think that that's probably it. Like, I love learning uh, about nutrition. I love learning about sport and how do I make people better. And so I think that's probably what gets me up in the morning. Is like, okay, w- what can I teach these students that they they think they know, but how can I show them a different way to understand it um, so that they can be better uh, when they leave here? That's what we want. Yeah. That's a good one. I like it. If you think about every single day about how, how can I help someone nutritionally improve, that's fantastic. Yeah. That, that is a very good motivator to get up in the morning instead of like just the broad, I want to help someone today. Yeah. Really intricate stuff. I like it. We get deep here. We get deep. This is combat on the couch. Okay, babies. Hold up now. You were on a TV show with Kevin Hart. (laughs) Yeah. So then, then I, so I did my education thing. I got my PhD and had kids. I married my wife in 2005 and uh, we had my son in 2008 and I started coaching him, you know, like, like I guess trying to stay involved with, with him and I started coaching him and, uh, a casting call came across the email through the Carney Little League, and they're like, hey, any of you coaches are interested in this, you should check it out. And literally it was like a flyer that said, hey, uh, you want to be on a game show? It's dodgeball meets obstacle course, and Kevin Hart's the host. Uh, and if, if you win, you could win $50,000. So I was like, sounds like something that would be kind of fun to do. I'll talk to the boss, <laughs> see if I can take time off. <laughs> yeah. So And timing worked out great because it was right at the end of the school year, um, I didn't actually even have to miss any teaching, uh, because when I actually nice. went out to film, it was, uh, during the month of May. And so I didn't even miss anything there. But when you say, ask the boss, right. I, I text my wife and I'm like, Hey, I, think, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, th- I think I'm going to do this thing. And she's like, why? I'm like, well, it sounds kind of cool, right? I could go meet Kevin Hart. I could be on a game show. She's It'd like, be fun. yeah, she's like, you're crazy. You're not doing it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm doing it. <laughs> so. Uh, it was super fast turnaround time, like a couple weeks, and really? I, had air, I had airline tickets. She's like, you're not going? I'm like, yeah, I'm going. <laughs> she did not want you to go. Well, it was a busy time of year for the kids, and, it, you know, I was going to miss out oh, on some yeah. activities, but I was like, man, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Uh, to." And at the time when I left, it was like $50,000 or nothing, right? And so oh, okay. I fully expected to go out there, have a good time, uh, in a, visit L.A., be on a game show, and then come back. Right. Um, it's not how it ended up, but <laughs> how did it end up? Did you win the thing? Yeah. So, dude. So I, uh, I ended up. Uh, if you know the game show, it's TK Ho with Kevin Hart. So it's total knockout. Oh shit! Oh, it's fine. Keep going. Yeah. So it's TKO uh, with Kevin Hart. So total knockout with Kevin Hart. Uh, you can see episodes on uh, YouTube. But uh, we talk about that motivation piece uh, earlier, uh, and so when I got there, they're like. Oh yeah, you can you can win fifty thousand dollars if you win it, five thousand dollars for second, uh, I think it was twenty five hundred dollars for third, a thousand for fourth, and then 
uh, if you get fifth, then you get nothing. I'm like, well, I'm leaving here with money for sure, right? And so uh, the, the obstacle course ended up being right up my alley, a lot of balance, a lot of coordination, and, and super, super fast. Like un, under is like a, is under four minutes, like a f- under five minutes, which a wrestling match is six to seven minutes, so it was right underneath that. So That makes a lot of sense. The yeah. obstacle course sounds like something you'd exactly do. And you, you look like the type of body that would just like scurry one, you oh, know? Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it, like I, if I was going to make an obstacle course and have it be, uh, it, was, it was right in line with, with what I would want to do. It was, it was a lot of fun. So, yeah, so I won my episode. Uh, the episode was called um, This Ain't No Rodeo. So I cast, I mentioned I cast for the um, – professional base or not professional uh, dad baseball coach and it was supposed to be like a has-been dad um cast and i ended up on an episode with all like professional athletes so it was a professional bull rider uh, a death racer so a death race is a race they don't know how long it's going to be when they start okay. uh, a professional female soccer player and then a, a stunt double uh for kevin hart and so it was all an athlete show uh, I ended up winning that by like six seconds, uh, so I won fifty thousand dollars. And so, uh, if you've ever been on a game show, you have to sign a non-disclosure, which means you can't tell anybody what happens. And so, I had to call back to work and be like, "Hey, uh, my flight got canceled, and I gotta stay for a while." <laughs> you <laughs> so, can't tell them because it hasn't been shown on TV yet. Right? Yeah, it's not a, it's not a live thing; it's just filmed. And so. Yeah, so I ended up staying out there. You couldn't even tell your work why you couldn't come back. Right, yeah. I, and technically, they weren't even supposed to know why I was in L.A., right? They really? Were supposed to just, I was just supposed to get on the plane, fly out there, and then come back. And so so I ended up having to stay. Uh, if, you've, if you haven't seen the game show, it's like the top five times get put into the Battle Royale or the finale. So I had the fourth best time overall. So I ended up running second uh, and... Spoiler alert, but uh, I won the $100,000 show um, also. So I, uh, I I won. The- hey, dude, can I get a loan? <laughs> yeah, I got. I know I just <laughs> met you, but. <laughs> yeah, so. Can I get a loan, bro? So the, the Battle Royale was all of the best guys. Um, ton of fun. Actually, I still talk to a couple of them to this day. Um, just good dudes. Uh, right? That's a cool, different way to build a relationship. Most people don't have that. Oh, yeah. No, it's... it's Met him on a game show. Yeah. Most people have, like, poker night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, and and that's it. It's definitely one of those things, like, tell me something unique about you, right? Like, yeah, I, oh, want, a, yeah. I want a game show with Kevin Hart. So. Twice. Yeah. Twice. Wait, so wait. Not twice, just once. Well, I won but my episode. Back. Right. And then I won the grand finale. Like, you won. The 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 nice. overall the the battle royale fantastic yeah so. what was the casting like what what C- casting was interesting because I never wanted to be on a game show it wasn't like I was out there filling out all these casting calls yeah. to be on yeah. a game show it came um, across through an email you were yeah. like good so idea I, I called the guy and he's like if you don't call me back by nine p.m. Pacific time which is eleven. Uh, PM central. He's like, I'm calling you first thing tomorrow. So I called him at like nine 30 central and we bantered back and forth. Cause it, it, and probably the best, um, advice I got is the game show doesn't want Midwest professor Bryce. They want, you know, they want a character that's going to be good on their game show. So exactly. Yeah. Of course they, they want you to be 
out there and they want you like, so they're like, can you talk trash? I'm like, I wrestled in college for four years. Of course I can talk trash. So, uh, so that was fun. Uh, and it happened so Dude, fast. I haven't had time to watch the YouTube video. I'm going to go find them. <laughs> oh yeah. They're out there. You can, uh, I think it's like a dollar. You can watch them or whatever. Yeah. It's, nice. it's a ton of fun. Yeah. I, my, my kids still pull it up every once in a while. I usually, sometimes before class, I'll, I'll pull up a little bit of it or something because a lot of the students, I mean, it was it happened in 2018, so it's been five years now. Right. Uh, and still, so, that's still recent, though. It's pretty, yes. Yeah, for me, it's really recent, but, you know, a lot of these kids were still in high school that, you know, that I'm teaching. And yeah. so they, did, they didn't know the UNK and the part, um, you know, it was big for me, but uh, it was a one-and-done game show, so it didn't get the masses and didn't get out there and it hasn't been aired since. And so people don't know about it unless they hear about it from, from me or yeah. hear about it from somebody. So that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Dude, just a, just a tool. What else do you do? What else can you do? <laughs> what, uh, just a, just an absolute weapon to have in the tool bag. Yeah, what so else can you do, dude? Can you woodwork? Can you work with your hands? <laughs> don't tell me you can make me a desk. Uh, I, I do a lot of, um, Honeydew list stuff. I do a lot of that kind of, uh, that kind of thing, uh, for sure. I, I love, like, I just love fixing things like, uh, and I think it was probably part of how I grew up, right? You just didn't, you didn't just throw it away. Like you fixed it. Uh, if you couldn't afford it or you didn't, couldn't buy it, you made it. And you know, like it's a lot of what I do, um, I love doing stuff with my kids the same way. Like my son and I just fixed up a, uh, an aluminum boat and like, so handing that craft off to him of, you know, taking pride in what you own, you know, it's not an expensive boat. Take pride in what you own, maintain what you own, uh, make it better than, than what it was, make it what you want it to be. And so, yeah, I do, I do a lot of that kind of stuff. Uh, I love that, that side of things. Uh, that's I, an interesting thought. Make it what you want it to be, huh? Yeah. So, right. Like I didn't grow up with a lot of money and you know, I don't expect to buy the best things, but what I have, I maintain and, um, I, I make it what I want it to be through, through fixing it up, taking care of it, and that kind of thing. Yeah, he likes learning. You have to like learning a lot to be able to figure stuff like that out. Oh, absolutely. And I think you know, Pinterest and YouTube are definitely oh, yeah. <laughs> the best for that, right? Like, dude, they're my, your friend. My, yeah, and my buddies call me all the time. Hey, do you think that you can fix this? I'm like, if there's a YouTube video, I can fix it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely do a lot of that kind of stuff for sure. YouTube degree as well. YouTube yeah. degree as well. <laughs> Yep. working on that doctorate. Yep. Dude, it's just uh it's just really nice to meet somebody that's pretty like I will figure it out. You know? Yep. A lot of people have problems and they can't figure out the solutions and you, there's just very rarely you meet people that don't have real problems because they just figure it out somehow, however however long it takes, you figure it out. Do you think that you're good at uh being patient and figuring things out over a long period of time, or do you need to, do you need to figure it out? Well, I can, I guess I, I can be obsessive about it, right? Like if I need to figure out an answer, like I would, and my wife would probably agree. I have an obsessive personality where, you know, I get onto something and I want to, and I want to be the best at it. And I think that's what joining the gym here, jujitsu is kind of blowing my mind a little bit because you, you don't just learn it in a day. You don't just learn it in a week. You don't just learn it in a month or a year. It takes a long time. But to say that I've jumped in both feet, YouTube, jujitsu degree, you know, so 
Um, yeah, I would definitely say I want to know it now, but I'm willing to play the long game to be the best at it uh, in the long run, right? Like I know that I'm not just going to jump in and be really good at jujitsu um, right now. Uh, my wrestling background helps, right? Definitely, oh, a ton. Definitely keeps me out of trouble, um, but I can do a lot of controlling, but I can't do a lot of like what's next now I, I got you down now now what do I do type yeah. of thing and so that's yeah. been really interesting yeah. but yeah I, I definitely think I I'm a I want to know it now and I want to I want to be the best now and I think that that comes with that um but also I know that to be the best it's it's you're you're always going to be learning yeah 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 clear it's clear there's never a mountain there's never a mountain top right. you know it's always just the mountain for sure <laughs> richard texted me some things uh shout out to <laughs> big bad rich he's feeling under the weather today so he texted me things to to ask you so <laughs> i'm gonna take a look at him real quick but i was just thinking why did you get into bjj in the first place because you already did the wrestling yeah so I did the wrestling and my son was the one who was like, Hey, I would really like, I need something else. Right. After wrestling season got over for him, uh, back in February, he's like, I would like to, I want to stay on the mat. like to try something else. Uh, let's go try jujitsu. And I, and I had, oh, it had always been in the back of my mind. Like, well, with all of the guys that have come through the gym, right. Even the UNK wrestlers that have came through here, like it, it's always been an interest of me, especially with, you know, um, Marty Cameron Dean Usman, right? Marty Usman from Nebraska. Um, seeing him transition from wrestling to MMA to the pinnacle of the UFC, uh, it's, it's always been an interest of mine um, to get to do it. And, I, and I've been, and I've talked about it several times. I've just never jumped in. And maybe that's because I knew when I did, I was going to have to go in both feet and, you know, with my, my personality that way. Mm -hmm. But my son's like, let's try it out. So last February, uh, that's what got us through the door was him like asking about it and wanting to do it. And how old so, your son? Uh, he's a sophomore in high school. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. He's gone through middle school. Now he's kind of like, what do I want to do? Yep. Yep. And this and, is one of the things. And, and, right. and he's always wrestled. And so to see him start to want to take that next step in wrestling yeah. um, is kind of is exciting because I was, I had done my wrestling career. And so for him, if he wanted to wrestle, it was going to be for his wrestling career, not for mine. I had done mine. Yeah, yeah. I want him to be able to do his and to see him want to do that and want to get better at wrestling through other grappling, I think was exciting for me um, as well. And so, yeah, we just. Oh, yeah. You're watching your boy do what you love. <laughs> well, that's and, exciting. And uh, he's the he's a sophomore in high school and he's already bigger than me. So it makes it wow. kind of it makes it kind of interesting uh, when we get to wrestling and get to rolling on the mats. Now it's like, OK, we're the same size now. So <laughs> it's like, OK, oh, I, I, don't, I don't know how much longer I'm going to how far advanced I want him to get, how much longer I'm going to be able to still beat him. So, oh, so the real reason you got into BJJ is that you got to keep up. You got to, you have a got, you got to have a couple little chips that you can pull off and say, Hey son, don't worry. I still got you. I still got you. You breathing yet? Nope. Good. Okay. I still got you. I still control. I'm still in control. Yeah. That's right. And I don't know if he keeps growing like he is, it won't be much longer and I'll be passing him off to somebody else to, to wrestle <laughs> good pass them off to rich speaking of the kids getting into wrestling i heard you and dante have got some sort of thing going on yeah so what, is, what, what are we talking here yeah so I, 
when I first started, um, Rich had been reaching out to me like, hey, I really want to grow my grappling. I want to continue to, you know, have wrestlers in here. Um, and so just trying to find a, a way to get more of the wrestling side of things involved. And with the way um, high school athletics works, you can't practice with your high school. And so I reached out to Rich. I'm like, hey, what kind of opportunities can you offer for wrestlers? And he's like, you know, I got Dante who wrestled at the D1 right. level. I was there. And was a national qualifier. Love to see him get into the coaching side of things. He's got a young boy. You know, he's going to be coming up into it. Like, I'd love to see him develop his coaching. I was like, I would love to see the guys that I've been working with work with somebody different, right? They've heard it from me a thousand times. Mm. I coached these guys since they were, you know, pre-KK uh, all the way up through the Matt Cats program. And I'm like, I'd love for them to see and hear from somebody different. So what do we got to do to get some mat space up at um, – Carney combat and he's like hey let's let's communicate with Dante and let's get this thing going and so uh we got some guys together um and started a, a program for uh the guys to do outside of their high school program and yeah it's I think the boy I think the guys are loving it the boys are loving it getting a different eye getting a different set of eyes and if they can pick something up just by being on the mats I think it's going to be a great opportunity for them so. so what's the goal going in what are you guys kind of thinking that you want it to be in like three to five years like do you want it to last a year or do you want it to be a recurring thing? No, I, I, I would love to see it grow into a year-round um, program for these guys, right? They're going to have their in-season time. Um, I know some of these boys have interest in MMA later on, you know, so is it something that helps uh, Carney Combat grow? Because not all these guys are going to wrestle at the next level, right? Mm -hmm. They're wrestling in high school right now. But they um, might find their passion they, in this area yeah, of life. And, and just exposing, Coaching, whatever it might exposing be. them to other grappling mm -hmm. uh, that's out there. And, mm -hmm. you know, I would love to see um, the Central Nebraska uh, area pick up uh, with Carney Combat. They got great things going mm -hmm. on at the mm -hmm. BJJ level, the MMA mm -hmm. level. I mean, how many guys they have fighting here on September 9th is mm -hmm. awesome. Uh, so, oh, dude, so that's exciting. That's a ton of people that show up to the gym that are going to now do something like that. Right. And I mean, it's, like, it's like a home tournament for these guys, right? right. Like they like almost like it's like carny combat versus everybody else is kind of what it, it's almost set it's up to be. Time. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Good so. time. Yeah. So I, what, what do I see it in three to five years? I, I hope. Where, where I, would you like it to be? You know, what's kind of like the mission? You know, you got to go into stuff thinking, okay, I'm going to do this with a purpose. I don't do things half, but, right? So you're <laughs> going to do it. Yeah. What, what would you kind of want it to be? I, I would love to know? see it grow into, a, you know, a postseason, offseason training program for for these older kids, right? The Matt nice. Cats has, the Matt Cats has nice. a great program for youth. The Matt Cats has a great program um, all the way up through middle school. They have some stuff that goes on um, through that. The high school, they start getting to that age. We start getting into Golden Eagles, which goes around um, in the fall and the spring uh, period of times that's ran by the college. It's a great opportunity. And then this would be that next kind of piece that allows for these guys to almost wrestle year-round um, and get on the match year-round, which could be the young kids that are really passionate about it, wanting to wrestle year-round. Um, great opportunity for them possibly as space allows uh, within Carney Combat, but definitely for these older kids that like by the time you get to high school, I don't, I'm not a one sport guy. Like I'm not like, Hey, drop everything. You're a wrestler. You're going to do nothing else but wrestle. Um, but you start getting to this point and if you want to wrestle at the next level, you have to be 
100% in mm. on that sport. And whether mm. that's football, whether that's wrestling, whether that's track, like you have to be 100% all in. Mm-hmm. And then you're just a good enough athlete to do the other sports, mm-hmm. right? You're a good enough right. athlete to, yeah. you're a football player, you want to play football. Right. You're a good enough athlete, you're going to wrestle also, or you're going to go out for track. If yeah. you're a wrestler yeah. Yeah. and you want to be the best, like you're going to have to, to find time to get on the mat even during football season, even during yeah. track season. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, I want you to do all of those things, but you, you're a wrestler, right? Just like the football player, he's a football player. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think having that opportunity is something that we haven't had. And we've seen other, you know, Hastings has good year round programs. Omaha has good year round programs and there's, there's programs around and mm-hmm. we're, we're having guys travel, you know, central Nebraska has guys travel out there. Like we should be able to do that here um, and make it available to athletes here in Kearney um, or the surrounding area um, as well. And so that's that's really what, I guess, ultimate goal. Um, Dante was a Matt Cat um, early on, and just to see him grow in that and take over some of that programming and, and build this next generation of wrestlers uh, for Kearney Matt Cats and for Kearney High and then hopefully UNK and, and the greater um, college-level um, areas. I, I think that's my passion within it. I'm not a coach, right? That's why I'm not the one coaching these guys. Like I, I coach them when they're little. I like to roll around. I like for kids to have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a wrestling official by trade. Like I, it's what, it's my niche in the sport now. So to find these guys, somebody to, to help coach them, uh, I think is, is ideal. Uh, you know, my son, do we talk wrestling? Absolutely. But his, his coach is Ryan Bauer at the high school and now Dante, down at Carney Combat Sports. And, you know, when he went up to Fargo and wrestled in Fargo, like he had his coaches, I was a dad in the stands. Um, and so uh, it's, a, it's a great, I think it, it's better for our relationship that I'm not on him all the time with all of this. I let other coaches kind of take it too. Mm. You have to. I mean, I think some of the elite mindset people also understand that you can't just constantly pressure these kids to do the one sport that they love. If they yep. say they love it, yep. you got to be the dad in the stance. Yep. You cannot be heavy handed all the time. Right. I remember a couple times growing up, I love my dad, but he watched my football practices from a, <laughs> from a truck. You know, he would put a lawn chair in the back of a truck and watch them. <laughs> and that made me feel so bad. Yep. <laughs> so bad. You know, and the kids would ask you after practice, where was your dad here, bro? <laughs> I don't know, man. He just <laughs> he just wants to be here. It, you know, you love him. I love him so much. But there's something to be said about doing it right. There's certain guys that you can look at that say, like, they've raised their kids. Probably Howie Long has raised. Is it Howie that's the dad or is it whatever one? <laughs> but he's raised his kid to be a professional athlete and a stand-up dude. He did it right, though. That guy knew what he was doing, you know? Certain dads know what they're doing and know how, and they understand, like, oh, if I st- stay in the stands, he's going to listen to his coach, and he's going to like his coach, and he's going to want to come and tell me everything, and I won't have to be right there with him because he's going to be excited to talk to me because <laughs> I'm not being so heavy-handed. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. It's a fun game, oh, you it know? Is. It's a fun game being a dad, I bet. Oh, it is. Absolutely is. Interesting. Interesting. Let me see what Rich said again. (laughs) He has a lot of things, and I've got a lot of things, and we just got to pick one. (laughs) So, let me see here. What do you like to do outside of wrestling? How How are you spending your free time to be able to go back in the next day? How are you gaining health and energy the night of 
you know, just in, in a night. What do you like to do in your free time so that you can go back the next day and do what you love? That's a tough question. Uh, I, I stay busy. Like, I'm always busy. I'm always <laughs> doing something, right? Uh, I love to hunt and fish. I love to be outdoors. Uh, so that, that's, that's my me time. I love spending that time with my son, with my family, outdoors, camping, that kind of thing. Um, is definitely uh, where you'll find me. Like, if I have free time, uh, that's where I'm going to be. Uh, There's Bryce. There he went. Yeah, well, and it's definitely not running. Like, I'm not a runner. Like, if that, if that was what you insinuated, like, there's Bryce, there he goes, and it's not that. Like, I do not run. Like, that is one thing. I, and I don't know whether cutting weight broke me of that or – my body style, but no, I don't run. Like no, no, I am not. I'm not a runner. Uh, the, more power to those people that do run. Like shout out to them. Awesome for you getting up in oh dark thirty and running. Yeah, in being the a rain weirdo. The yeah, like I, I don't do that. No, no. But they talk about us though, right? They talk <laughs> about the weird gym people in uh, here. Have fun touching other people and getting staff infection. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that's no, what they but say. I definitely stay busy. Um, try to exercise on a regular basis, try to practice what I preach type of, of deal for sure. Um, you know, lifting weights, exercising, staying active that way, try to get into the gym as much as possible. I think that the gym's a great place for my mental health, uh, because you can be that aggressive and you can do that things. And I, I think to me, and that's what I liked and not to go back to coaching and that kind of thing, but um, our young boys, like they, they don't get to be aggressive. And so when I first started coaching, mm, pre talk about it. When I first started coaching pre KK, it was interesting to try to get a, to try to get the boys to be aggressive without being mean. And so, because they, they were, they were confusing them. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause I was like, well, don't let him take it. Well, but at school you have to share. I'm like, well, no, don't share. Like <laughs> when you have his leg, don't let go. Well, he's pulling it. Like I said, but you have it like. <laughs> you take it. And so that, that was an interesting. But that's his leg. Yeah. And so um, we tried to develop games that, that taught them to be and let that aggression out and be aggressive and have fun. And, but in a controlled manner, like, no, don't beat him up. You have to follow the rules and the, rule, the, rest, the wrestling rules, but do it aggressively. And that, that was a hard thing for me to, to figure out. And I think I've continued to understand, like, even when I come in here, like it's good for me to be able to push myself uh, through that. And I think that's really good for, for me physically and my mindset coming from a wrestling background. So it's what I, it's one of the things I really like about jujitsu is it's, it's slow, methodical. I call it my, it's my old man wrestling, right? I can do, I can still do this at 40 um, where, you know, I'm not stepping foot into that college wrestling room. You know, like, right, right. You don't have to worry about yeah. that. It's a different level of um, conditioning that and ref reflexes and power that at forty I don't have anymore. So yeah, but yeah. I, I can do those similar things uh, in the in the jujitsu realm. So such an interesting thought. You can still do all of the fun, active things that you need to do to be able to stay healthy. You don't have to pick up a new thing either. There's there's different avenues in wrestling that you can go find. Yeah, yeah, and I think I definitely think, and I do think that Carney Combat has a very grappling focused jujitsu that works with me and my style really well. I know that's what they focus on. I know that that's one of their goals is they want to build yep. some of the best grapplers. Yeah. So you being sure. an all right, all right <laughs> grappler, I mean, look at that. Do this, do this right now, but do it for that. Look at that. Yeah. Turn it this way. Turn it this way. 
people. Show that. Show that. Yeah, <laughs> but make it flat. Do this. What? Oh, do this with your arm. Okay. Show this? it like mine. Look at the camera. Oh, this way. Yeah. This way. Yeah, dude. Look at the <laughs> piano. That's what I wanted. <laughs> That's how you can tell dudes that grab onto you. They're not letting go. <laughs> yeah. These are not vanity muscles. These are used every day. These... I mean, you got them, but you don't really use them for nothing, except if you're training to use them. But if you're an everyday dude, you need these, you need these, and you need these. And if you got these, dude, watch out. Probably one of the best people to get a hold of somebody, you know? Yeah, I, I like to think that I bring something to the table uh, with the, even with the MMA guys, like give them a different feel. Yes, uh, that definitely. They, that they Everybody has felt. a role. Everybody yep. has, has a role. I, I bring a different pressure than a lot of the guys are used to they're, And they're going to be stepping in the cage with a grappler, pro, you know, or a wrestler possibly. And so I, I like bringing that to the table, that kind of pressure and that always moving forward, uh, mentality. Um, when I, when I roll with, with the MMA guys for sure. Definitely. I mean, I see Jackson in here. He's one of the guys that showed up from the UNK wrestling team, I guess, trying to get into jujitsu. Throwing a person like that in there, he's better at wrestling than them. Oh, yeah. He's better. <laughs> he's better at wrestling than Jose. I'm going to say it, okay? I love you, Jose. He's better at He's better. But Jose's a professional fighter, so he doesn't need to be that good at wrestling. He's trying to get reps. He's trying to learn, so... He needs Jackson in there, but Jackson's maybe not a professional, you know, fighter. Maybe he could be. I'm not putting anybody in a certain place, but as daily daily practices go, this is the roles that are filled, right? Yeah, yeah. I definitely think, um, and Jackson's a fun one, a one to go with uh, for sure. So, uh, yeah, you're going to bring something different to the table, and I, I, I 100% respect those MMA guys because they don't they don't get to punch me, right? Like they don't get. <laughs> They don't. They don't get. They don't get to use their craft against me. Right. I just get to wrestle That's them. So yeah. That's so unfair. I, I do sometimes leave here thinking like, man, if I would have taken that shot, he would have smoked me with a knee, or he would have smoked me with a, uh, with a, with a punch. And, uh, and luckily they don't get to punch me. Right. Like I get to walk away without getting, without getting punched. And so um, I do sometimes think it, it's unfair in that aspect because I. They're, they're coming to me in my craft, and I, I don't go 100% into, into their side of things. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't think I could get in the ring, man. That's my thing. Like, I thought about it. It was getting big when I was in college, you know, okay. 05, 2010, yeah. when I was still, you know, early 20s. Like, it was getting to be a bigger thing. Yeah. Um, but I got nervous enough for a wrestling match that had rules that were supposed to keep you from getting hurt. Like, I don't know if I could step in a ring, like... <laughs> I mean, I suppose once the door's shut, like, a, a light goes on and yeah. it clicks. Like the first, something, in, yeah. something inside the man yeah, the, just goes, all right, am I going to Yeah, the first time you survive. get punched. Yeah, the first, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I suppose yeah. I could do it once I got in there, but you might have to, like, blindfold me and drag me in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's scary, dude. I don't know. Yeah. You know? There's no guarantee you're going to be okay when you leave. There's <laughs> well, literally well, no guarantee the, you're going to be the okay. The purpose of the other guy is to try to make sure you're not. Like, yeah. That, that's what I'm like. Like, his goal is to make sure I don't leave here normal. Like, no. <laughs> no. I don't want to do that. Like, I'm good. Like, I, I'll wrestle you all day, but like. Oh, 
we're going to shake hands and we're going to, and, and I, and I know that it happens at that level too. Like you can still do those things with your friends and, but man, it's a different level. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't hear a lot about, you know, like people get in like career ending injuries, I guess on the daily in UFC or anything like that. They're pretty much training safely and they understand that they want to be able to do this. And they're prepared when they step in the ring. It's not like they're very prepared with Jose right now. Like, but I mean one knee to the esophagus and you're done, buddy. (laughs) You're not going to be able to talk anymore for sure for the rest (laughs) of your life. And you might die. Like, you know, like something goes wrong and when everybody's going at a hundred percent, you never know. So you really, it just shows how, how dedicated and how much love you have to have for, you know, casual assault. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) That's what we call it. That's what I'm calling it, dude. It's just casual assault, but it's fantastic. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Consensual assault. Consensual Consensual assault. assault. (laughs) That's what it is. You're getting in there to assault each other. Yeah, yeah, hey. Dude, yeah, that's a good time. So, okay, what else? What have you noticed around Cranny Combat that you kind of like him or, or a fan of? Why didn't you go somewhere else? Um, the, the community's great. Like, I love the community. The community gets, like, well, and, and we talk about it all the time. Like, it brings so many different people together that, you know, you would never interact with on a regular basis, right? Like, I, we're in here interacting. And when you're on the mat and you're rolling around, you're all just jujitsu guys, right? Or jujitsu gals. And you're just rolling. Um, but we all go our separate ways. Nurses, piano players, you know, just all, like, we all come together uh, to to do jujitsu and be friends. And then we all go our separate ways on the daily. But then it's there's this common bond of, of jujitsu that's, that's, that's just awesome that, I, and I think all gyms strive for that. And I think that's probably what makes CrossFit so successful is it builds community, right? These guys, they're going there for the community aspect um, of it. Everybody knows. I mean, I mean, people that maybe show up and aren't fighting and don't aren't going to go into the cage or anything like that. They, they want to just have fun and like meet people and they know that they're not like really good. They're trying to learn. They are just going for a community. Yeah, and you're, it's, right. it's, you're just trying to build the best version of yourself, and you're doing it with a bunch of pe- an eclectic group of people that, like, like I said, now absolutely, I talk to all these people on the the street. You know, meet them at the farmers market. You right. Know, run into them around town, and it's like, hey, how's it going? Where you might not have even known who they are or been, you know, associated with them in the past. And mm-hmm. so I definitely, yeah. I th- the, the community here is is awesome, and I think yeah. that's that's yeah. probably one thing. And that community starts to hold you accountable, right? Like, yeah. like, oh man, I have to text Ooh. Alex and tell him I'm not going to be there today. Like, there's, there's, there starts to be that piece of accountability that I think that I think a a group like this um, really does develop, and so it's it's a lot of fun, yeah, for sure. Oh, definitely. So are you guys just single each single legging each other out in Walmart <laughs> or what? Is that how jujitsu people say hi? <laughs> oh, gotcha! Well, well, wrestling people definitely don't have their personal space. I can tell you that. Like if if I'm if if I'm in your bubble, like I'm sorry because I'll I'm I'm perfectly comfortable being in your bubble, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and I'm perfectly fine with you being in my bubble because I don't have a bubble. So uh, you you can even watch the the episode with Kevin Hart um, when when I. He, he goes to shake my hand and I literally, I pull him in to a Russian tie 
and I'm literally in his bubble, like holding him <laughs> in a Russian tie, like I would do with any wrestler, you know? Right. Like, yeah. Like, oh, you're fine. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's like, what are you, like, Bri- what did he say? Bryce had flashbacks or something. Like that. Of course then, he did. He's and, a character. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, I'm per- like perfectly fine. Um, yeah. Walking up behind somebody and grabbing them and acting like you're going to throw like it's, yeah. it's, like, it's like how wrestlers say hello yeah yeah that's what sure. i would imagine yeah 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 <laughs> yeah that's exactly how you'd want it too <laughs> yeah i want peyton manning to throw a cucumber at me in walmart if he knows me yeah you know like i want a jujitsu guy to maybe like leave, have me leaving walmart limping it's a good story it's a good story oh man okay all right dude what else? We got time. Yeah. Let me hit another button. You got any questions? Do I have any questions? No. I, I, always, ask, I always ask people that. No, I, I think this is cool. I like, I, I've watched all these episodes. I think it's, I think it's just a, it's a great, it's a great avenue to kind of showcase who's, who's around the gym and what's going on. Um, it, it's, it's a neat, it's a neat kind of laid back conversation that showcases the gym in a very positive light and kind of tells people a little bit more about about the gym and i i hope that um people see the aspects of the gym that the that welcome them in and if they're interested that they're they're coming through the door that it's a welcoming community that it's not trying like you don't know wrestling that's fine right like well well there's pieces of jujitsu that uh you can learn i think and i i've as I've scrolled social media, right? Jiu-Jitsu brings a lot of smart people together because it's such a puzzle piece. Like, I'm not winning every time. Like, I get submitted by, by guys that weren't wrestlers, right? Like, I, I get caught in, in places and outsmarted, and um, it, it's just a good, fun environment. And I think that this, hopefully this combat on the couch is showing that it's not just an MMA gym, that it's not just a combat. Like, we're out here to consensually hurt each other, right? Like, like we generally care about each other and we want people to get better in whatever they're trying to get better at. Um, and if it, if it helps you in life, uh, because you're caught in a bad situation, I hope the self-defense, if self-defense is why you're here, like, I hope we can help you in those situations as well. Yeah. Well, those are very kind words and I appreciate you. Yeah. That is something that I want to do. I want to show that this is a cool place where you can come and learn, where you can come and meet people, where you can come and, you know, just like, this is just another place to come. Like, and, and it's a good place to come. There's a lot of places you can go here in Kearney to maybe work on, like, working out. You know, you can go to certain gyms, but you can get everything you need from this gym physically. Like, you can grow physically here. Mentally, you might not grow lifting in a squat rack. You're going to grow a little bit more with people around you that are, one, this is a professor. So what are we talking about? (laughs) Some of these guys have been doing this for 10, 15, 20 years. People in the gym have headphones on, you know. You know, they don't want to talk to you. You don't have have open questions that you can ask to someone and then they're going to get in your bubble. (laughs) roll around you know they're gonna teach you in the most interactive way possible so i don't know it it depends on what you want and if you're looking for something a little bit more this is definitely the place to go i would say yeah for sure i would say i would say um okay what else have you done in life what else have i done in life (laughs) 
<laughs> just well, the, mo- guess, just well, the most vague well, questions. Is Josh even trying now? No, we, well, we, we haven't talked about uh, the, the nutrition aspects of Let's a lot that. of what I do. Let's do um, that. I, I've, so part of, part of my passion within, well, and even joining the gym is, I mean, I cut weight in all the wrong ways through high school, right? And, you've pro- and everybody hears the horror stories of, you know, the wrestler cutting too much weight and the wrestlers dying because they were in a sauna in a sauna suit, you know, mm, cutting too much weight. And so one of the things that I like to help young athletes um, do is how to, and I, I, let's preface this with, there's a difference between losing weight and cutting weight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, losing weight in the aspect of cutting calories is one thing, right? And when we could talk all day about what does it take to change body composition, weight loss for health purposes, um, what I like, the aspect I like is, um, the cutting weight side of things. And so I'm actually going to talk, uh, next Friday or not, no, not Friday, Saturday, the ninth, uh, at the Nebraska or the Nebraska, um, chapter of the, uh, National Strength and Conditioning Association. So I'm going into, uh, that conference. It's the state conference. It's down in, um, Omaha, uh, the ninth. And I'm going to talk about the difference between weight loss and cutting weight. And the cutting weight is the side that I like because, there's an aspect to weight specific sports that, um, <clears throat> that cutting weight and it's, it's part of the sport, right? We're never going to get rid of it. The, the UFC is never going to not have weight classes. Mm-hmm. The wrestling's mm-hmm. never not going to have weight classes because there's a strength to mass ratio that you're trying to maximize. The less you weigh, the stronger you are, the better you're going to be able to, produce power and all of those things. So how do we maximize that in athletes and how do we make sure that they know the difference between just pure dehydration and cutting weight, right? Because on a cutting weight schedule, I need as many calories as I can possibly get in my body. The difference is I want those calories to weigh minimal amounts because at the end of the day, I have to weigh a certain amount, but I have to have energy to compete. And so versus weight loss, which is cutting calories to change body composition, and hopefully I lose weight in the long run, we, there's rabbit holes we can go down with mm-hmm. gaining weight changes body composition, which is actually better, which is why a scale is not the end-all be-all. You need to come to UNK and get body composition, whether that's bioelectrical impedance on our in-body or a DEXA uh, through... Um, x-ray or skin folds or measuring body composition. And so part of my role uh, within the Nebraska um, State Activities Association is a um, assessor for body composition. And so we measure body composition on athletes, uh, particularly wrestlers, and we try to see what weight class they can go at what body composition. And so then we try to help them, right? Right now, these guys that we got in the gym, we need to focus on weight loss with them because we need them to be lean and mean when it comes to season. Because then when we get into cut weight, right, we're talking five, six, eight pounds, possibly. We're not talking the 20, 30 pounds, you know, like if they're 20, 30 pounds over a weight class right now, they're not making that weight class, right? They need to cut, they need to, they need to lose weight. So they lose body fat so that when they get to season, then we can talk about what that little bit of fluctuation three, four, five pounds can look like and how we can manipulate that through carbohydrate intake and protein intake while minimizing the weight on the scale. So 
That, so there's that, a right way to do this. Yeah, and that, and that's what gets me excited yeah. uh, when I talk when I talk to wrestlers. And you yeah. know, as I work into a relationship at Carney Combat, what what can we look at as far as those guys' weight cut? Because an MMA weight cut is not the same as a high school weight cut. An MMA weight cut, you got a 24 hour weigh in, or at, at minimum, you know, a 12 to 16 hour weigh in. So mm-hmm. that's completely different because you have to weigh less, maintain mass as far as lean mass, but you can start looking at replenishing carbohydrates in that 12 hour period. Mm. You know, at the high school level, you have a one hour, two hour weigh in, like you're going to be competing on the calories you have left in your body, not replenishing a bunch, um, for that first match out of the gates. And so Mm. how do we maximize what that looks like? And that, that's where my passion is. I go up to broken bow and talk to their wrestling team. Um, I've done a couple camps over the summer where I've, I've talked about these kind of things to try to help wrestlers understand because a lot of these guys, they did it like their dad did it. They did it like their grandpa did it. And it was, and it's just a, I stop eating, I stop drinking and I just fast until I make weight. Well, there's a better way. There's a better to, way. There's a better way to do that and to do it safely. Um, and, and that's one of my super big passions when it comes to wrestling, nutrition, um, for sure. And so I love talking to those wrestlers. And because it's different, like if I can get a parent in the room, like if I'm talking to a mom and she's like, well, mm. I, I've done these different diets. Well, d- dieting is different than cutting weight, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We don't want your su- son losing mass. We need him maintaining that lean mass as much as possible. Mm-hmm. If I'm talking to the mom about her weight loss plan, that's a completely different ballgame. Mm. It's not mm. eating a bunch of fruits and vegetables, right? Like, and I was talking to my sports nutrition class the other day, right? Like, we have, they have so many, so many avenues now with the, the sports performance bars that are out there. But a sports, let's take a sports yeah. performance bar, for example, as a good example. That sports performance bar probably weighs two ounces, and can have, and we'll use the cliff bars in his example, about two mm-hmm. ounces and probably 300, 350 calories in two ounces. Mm-hmm. So you have 350 calories and it weighs 0.1 on a scale. So you step on the scale with the bar in your hand. That's how much, when you eat it, that's how much it's going to weigh. And it gives you 350 calories versus that bowl of salad, right? Let's take a bowl right. of salad. Right. And we can get that bowl of salad and that bowl of salad might weigh four ounces, mm-hmm. right? You put lettuce, you put salad dressing, you mm-hmm. put all that stuff on there and you think you're eating healthy mm-hmm. and it's got 350 calories, mm-hmm. right? But it weighed a quarter of a pound or a half a pound and you ate that whole salad and only gained 200 calories. Mm-hmm. And now you've, you've gained a bunch of weight through water weight that's not associated with calories. So mm-hmm. an apple or an orange is a good example, right? You can have an apple that weighs four ounces, five ounces and you get a hundred calories from it no, I don't want my guy that's about to compete to only have a hundred calories. I want him to have that 350 calories for the same amount of weight. So we're trying to maximize calories. Like we want these guys eating 2000, 3000 calories in a day. Mm-hmm. We don't, we're not on that 1500 calorie trying to lose weight mm-hmm. uh, type of diet. We want them eating calories, particularly carbohydrates and proteins mm-hmm. um, so that they're, they're ready to compete when it comes time. 
You're not trying to make a weak wrestler. You're trying to make a strong, healthy wrestler. Yeah, and 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 I two thousand calories. And I'm ho- I'm hoping they've done the work in the off season to build that muscle because during mm-hmm. season right. we're 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 in the grind to where we're yeah we're cutting weight week to week so we're maintaining the mass that mm-hmm. we developed in the off season mm-hmm. because now now we're we're trying to win wrestling matches. We're not trying to bench press the most. Right. right. We're not trying to squat the most. We're trying to right. win wrestling matches. So. Cutting weight's going to be a part of that, and so, and, and not everybody has to cut weight. There's, and I, and I'm not, I'm definitely not a proponent of dropping two weight classes, three weight classes. Like we're talking a healthy amount of weight that four to five pounds. If you're if you're yeah. getting 10, 12 pounds over on a Sunday, like you're not doing something right, mm-hmm. right? We're get that's too much. It's too much. You're, you're asking a lot of your body. It's a long yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and when you're, you're like, well, why am I getting sick in February? Well, because you've been breaking your body down for the last two months. It's trying to so, trying to rest, son. Yeah, so it's, it, it needs a break. And so, yeah. but when we can get guys to do it the right way, we can, we can see some good things happening. And, and that's, that's where, what I really want to, to help yeah. the guys. And I think, uh, there's a, there's a spot within the jujitsu or not jujitsu, but that, but the MMA side of things to help these guys figure out what their weight cut looks like too. So, oh yeah. Oh Yeah. So when talking about wrestlers, when you get one that's kind of like very, very on point and, you you know, you understand that he's doing the right things in the off season. You just need to teach him a little bit more. How exciting is that? Oh, uh, that when and I'm I'm not out there promoting my services and charging a bunch of money and, you know, just anybody's coming through the door. Like usually if people end up in my office, they, they have a passion for what they're doing and they're, they're ready, they're ready to take that next step. And so I, I love working with those guys. I love work the, the UNK guys. Like when I can work with them around their diet and nutrition, uh, and help them figure out how to make that weight and what things they should be eating. And that aha moment of, Oh, you're not asking me to starve and you're not asking me to, you know, eat a bunch of fruits and vegetables. No, it's a different game we're playing right now. Yes, I need you to eat healthy, and yes, I need you to eat, but I need you to eat a lot of calories, and I need you to 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 play this game with me of how do we lose the weight over a period of time, uh, so that you're you're able to compete after you weigh in. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's super super fun. Yeah, it's way more fun than getting somebody lazy. But I bet that's super fun for you too, because then you get to transform them. Yeah, and so I. I, I think that's an interesting, I think it's why I ended up where I'm at. Like I love working with people that are motivated to make a change. And I think that's why I like college students so much, right? They're, they're there for a purpose. They're there for an education. They're there to, to move forward. Um, mm-hmm. I, I struggle and it's probably why I'll never be a high school coach because, and maybe that's why I don't do coaching at all because I have that passion. And if somebody doesn't like, I'm like, well, then why are you here? <laughs> And so, and the short story of how I ended up in my career path, I wanted to be, I thought I was going to be a physical therapist, right? Because all of the performance tests in high school is like, oh, you should be, should be a, you should be a physical therapist. And I shadowed a physical therapist and I had a workman's comp case. And he says, I'm like, why aren't you doing your exercises? I'm an athlete. And I just rehabbed a shoulder, just rehabbed a knee, like busting to try to get back, right? Like I need Mm. to get back to being what I was before or better. Mm -hmm. And this guy, he straight looks at me and he goes, because if I get better, I have to go back to work. And I'm like, yeah, that's the fucking point. Like you're supposed to get better. Yeah. Yeah. But, but if I don't, then I can collect my workman's comp and I can, I'm like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. I can't do this. Yeah. This is not for me. And more power to those people that can motivate those people through that. Um, 
but that's, I think that's why I like working with the people that I work with, uh, the students that want to get better and want to do those things is because like, I'm so passionate about wanting to get better and to do, be the best at what I do. Like yeah. I struggle when somebody yeah. doesn't have that same mindset. Dude, you just gained like <laughs> 20,000 respect points from me. <laughs> that's how it do. I don't have fun bringing you through it. It's way more fun when you want to do it and I want to do it too. And we just can go. We can yes. just go and we can focus on it. And I'll be your accountability. Like I'll help you get there and I'll, and I'll give you the, the roadmap that we talked about. Like right. if you do this, what I tell you to do, we'll get you there. Yeah. But I'm not doing <laughs> listen it. listen to me. I'm not doing it for you. Yeah. Like you are going to do this for you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you like to do with your days. Yeah. That's my days. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. It takes all kinds, people. It takes all kinds. So if anybody wants to contact you, what can they contact you for? Oh, what can they contact me for? Um, I, the, the wrestling side of things, like I know wrestling teams have um, nutrition that they're supposed to cover for the NSAA, and so I love that aspect, um, and I'll talk to any wrestling team that wants to have me um, and give, give me that, give me that opportunity to talk to the wrestlers and particularly the wrestlers parents. Like I, I love that aspect. Um, individuals as well, right? People trying to make a change coming through UNK, talking to us about what we can do to help you. It's not our day to day, but we absolutely love, uh, when people reach out, maybe we compare you with a student or an intern that can help you help you that way as well. Um, by, Outside of UNK, right, um, I'm a sports official by trade, right? Like I was on the sidelines for that Grand Island North Platte game. I don't know if there's any football fans out here, but ended up 28-27. What a game, man. What a fun game to get to officiate and be a part of. Um, so I love, like my niche is sports officiating. So I love, I officiate football. I officiate wrestling, both uh, the high school and the college level. Um, and so, yeah, that's definitely athletic directors when I, I and I've worked with lots of them around and just that's, that's a passion of mine as well. How'd you get into that? Uh, in college, I, so the wrestling team hosts their own tournaments and Bauer's like, Hey, we're going to need an official. So I started officiating wrestling. Then I had officiated small town job in high school. I had done some, um, youth, uh, baseball and that kind of thing. So I had a little bit of, of experience coming out of high school with, officiating but really my experience through UNK and then having been a wrestler or and having been a, a successful wrestler at UNK I had good name recognition coming out like co high school coaches respected my um, judgment because I was a college wrestler and I, I knew the sport really well so I was able to work up really fast uh, in the the refing um, high school side of things and just it, it, I think because I'm so passionate about it like I want the best for both athletes that are out there and I want it to be a fair bout. And so I'm out there to do and hopefully not have to get involved in the match. Just go out there and make sure it's a fair, fair bout and score points when they need them, assess penalties when it's needed. And, you know, ultimately um, do, do that as far as an official goes. Um, I, I think I have pretty thick skin, um, which allows me to, um, take it a lot from the fans. 
Um, everybody wants to talk about the fans are so bad. The fans are so bad. Do they yell at you? Oh yeah. And they do, but I don't think they're any worse than they were 15, 20 years ago. Like, okay. And, okay. and we, you talked about your dad. Like I guarantee you, my dad ate on some officials, right? <laughs> I guarantee you from the stands, he ate on officials and that was 20, 30 years ago, right? Like yeah. it hasn't changed. Yeah. People being, people knowing about it has changed, right? We used to just talk about it at the coffee shop on Monday morning, oh, that, that ref blew that call on Friday night, and that's as far as it got, right? Now it's blasted all over social media, and this ref's horrible, and, and, and that's where it gets tough um, with the social media and, the, and the, everything scrutinized through video so much, right? Well, like they can watch it over and over and, and over again. And, and they can critique it. Like, as an official, you have to make a split-second decision. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. right or wrong, you have, to, you have to make the decision that you personally think is unbiased and that's the right call, and you have to go with it. Mm-hmm. Are we going to get it right 100% of the time? No. The NFL guys don't even get it right 100% of the time, mm-hmm. and they can watch it on replay. Mm-hmm. As a high school especially football, like you got to make a split second decision. You're going to miss some things. Mm-hmm. You're going to get some things right that the coach thought you got wrong. Um, I don't think it's gotten worse. Um, I think that it's gotten more publicized uh, in that aspect. Um, but I almost feed off of it. Like, yeah, because I'm right. So <laughs> ah, there we go. So, but um, <clears throat> I do, I, I brush it off. I move on, you know, as long as it's not personal, like, and I tell this to my very best friends that I, I officiate like all over the state, there's tons of wrestling coaches that are some of my best friends, right? If I can't officiate your match as the official, then I can't do your match. When I'm on that mat, I'm not Bryce, right? If I'm Bryce on that mat, then there's a bias. Mm-hmm. When I'm on that mat, I'm the official and I'm unbiased. I don't care who's in the corners. I don't care who's on the mat. Like I'm there to do a job when I walk off that mat and it's that weekend and we see each other, we can be friends and we right. can talk about it. I can tell you what I saw. I can, you can tell me what you saw and we can, we can have that. And, and we've had it out, right? Like I've had coaches like, you're wrong. I'm like, I don't think I'm wrong. You're seeing it through a biased lens. Like, like I, like I go ask the other coach. He, he agrees with me. I'm not wrong. Like, and so yeah, we, yeah. we, and we just agree to disagree that I'm not going to get every call the way everybody wants it. Yeah. But I hope that I'm, as unbiased as I can possibly be yeah. anytime I'm on the mat, anytime yeah. I'm on the field. That's, that's my ultimate goal is to be that unbiased mediator of a fair match uh, the entire time. And not all fans are going to agree with you. And they're, to me, they can, they can tell you that all they want. Like if yeah. they want to stand up yeah. in the crowd and they want to yell, uh, you know, ref, are you tall enough to make that call? That's fine. <laughs> right? Like, how do you, how did you see that from like, whatever, you know, like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I'm out there to do the best that I can. Um, and to, to hopefully get it right. I'm not going to get it right every time. Yeah. And yeah, people are going to yeah. disagree. Um, yeah. but yeah, that's kind of how life goes. Huh? Oh, absolutely. And, and, and life's that way. Right. But like I said, but don't address me when I'm on the mat as Bryce, like Bryce, you blew that call. Ooh. You want to see me get red hot? Like Ooh. Bryce didn't blow that call. The ref might've. But Bryce did. Ooh, that's <laughs> yeah. interesting. Yeah. I think that's a very mm, that is yeah. that's that's how the elites separate their their lives I, apart. Okay, they are a hundred percent Bryce, and they are a hundred percent this, but they're not together. Right. But they are the same person. Yeah. So that's people that can separate out different parts of their lives. I find are successful in those parts of their lives yeah. well, because and, they're they're dedicating like. 
an entire different persona to that. Yeah. Well, and, and I've had to tell coaches like you, that, that, that crossed the line when you make it personal. Yeah. That's when you cross a line. Yeah. If you want to chew on me as the official and yeah. you know, you missed that call. We're, we're probably not going to agree, but just yeah. don't make it personal because to yeah. me, it's not personal. Like I'm out there to do the best job I can do, no matter who's in the corner, right. uh, no matter who, what team you wrestle for, what team you play football for. Like I'm out there when I, when I put on, and I'm a, I'm a Carney high fan. I mean, I got a wrestler that wrestles yeah. for Carney high. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a, but when I, but when I put on the stripes, like I'm no longer a Carney high fan, right. Mm-hmm. Which is why I don't ref a lot of their stuff right now. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I don't. And I, and you, you can't, because you can't separate yourself from that. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't separate yourself all the time. When, when you have a son on the team, you can't separate yourself. Oh no. Right? Yeah. Like you, you, you got to pull in another person now. Now right. you have to be smart enough to know I can't even be there. Right. And so you have to remove yourself from that situation and just, because whether you got it right or you got it wrong, one side is going to see it as a bias. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. when you can't see it unbiased, then, or you, it's, even the perceived bias is there. That's when it gets hard. Um, mm, yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's exciting. I it's, it is definitely my passion. Like the sports officiating side is definitely, I think you got more passionate about that than anything <laughs> that we talked about. I yeah. think we can see that. Yeah. No, I do. I it's love nice. it. It's nice. You're passionate about everything, but that was, that one really got your fire going boss. <laughs> yeah. I no, like I do. it. And, and I, and if, if you are the best uh, official in the stands, then come talk to me. Right. I'll, I'll get you on the mat. I'll get you on the field. Like if, if you're so good up there, yeah. like come down here and do it. Cause we need them bad. We need officials right. bad. And so that's kind of my, I see that being the next five, 10 years is me really growing the next generation of sports officials because we're, we're hurting, right? We're hurting for them bad. Like you, what's it pay? What, like what's a, what's a Friday night football game pay? What's it pay? So it's 120 bucks for a Friday night football game. I'll do it. Yeah, you get to go. You get, and I, and so you got five of your closest I'd rather friends. do that than work at Domino's all day. <laughs> yeah, That's you, what I'm doing. Yeah, you got, you got <laughs> your, you got your five closest, real close friends that you're out on the field with. You're each getting 520 bucks and, or you're each getting 120 uh-huh. bucks. Right. And so you, you get to go hang out with those guys. The a wrestling is ludicrous, right? R- really? R- well, that's a full day. Yeah. But you're getting, yeah, you can get 450 a day rough and wrestling. So if you're a college student, like, how are you not? Like, that's my thing. Like, how, like, you want to talk about you? Can, I got cow. a job, right? Like, what job are you going to get, you know, $250 for an afternoon um, of work? Um, and so, now, are you going to step in and you're going to make crazy amounts of money refing right away? No. Yeah, yeah. But if you're good at it and you stick with yeah. it. Like, if we, if we can get guys to stay with it for three years, then we, we have them for a long time. Where we lose guys is from year one to year two. They had a bad experience with a the coach. They had a bad experience with a parent. Something along those lines. That, or they had a life change, right? They got married. They had kids. Right, like, right. We, we lose them from year one to year two. Yeah, yeah. My goal for year one is just to get them as much money in their pocket as I can. Like, how do I start to show them the money, right? Like, right. How, do I, how do I get these to as many JV, junior high, youth wrestling events that I can possibly get them at so that they start to understand that that the money's there and it, and if they like it, then we can get them to year two. If we can get them through year two where they start now, they, now they start to deserve better matches. They start to deserve, you know, other things. And so we have to start integrating them in because if, if they're not getting the work, then, then we're going to lose them again. And so 
Um, I don't, I'm not an assigner. Like I, we, I, we, our association for refs does not assign matches. Um, we're an, we'd like to, it's an equal opportunity, right? You contact the ADs, you let them know you're available. If an AD contacts me, I'm going to blast out an email to everybody at the exact same time. And it's first come first serve. And you're working with that AD. Mm-hmm. That AD is going to be who's hiring it. I'm not hiring it because I don't want it to to get into like, well, it's an old boys club and Bryce only hires all of his best friends. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not, I'm not trying to get into that um, because there's a perception of that. Yeah, no, that sucks. Nobody yeah. likes that. Yeah. Nobody wants a, to even give to that. Nobody yep. wants to care about that at all. And so that, how we have chosen in the <clears throat> Western part of the state is we're all independent contractors. Yes, we're part of a, a, an association um, that gets together and talks about rules and talks about opportunities. And I share out to everybody that's out there that wants to officiate. Um, and there's jobs out there. Like we need officials, especially with adding girls wrestling. Now that girls wrestling's out there, like there is so many opportunities for wrestling officials um, that I'm scared what the next five years can bring if we don't find enough officials. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And it's, wow. and it's not just wrestling. It's football. It's basketball. It's softball. Um, it's, it's all sports. If you if you played a sport in high school and you're passionate about it, you want to find a way to give back. Sports officiating is definitely mm-hmm. where it's at. Mm-hmm. I call it. It's a hobby that pays, right? Lots of guys spend thousands of dollars hunting deer. I get paid to go ref wrestling and hang out with yeah. my friends. Yeah, yeah. Hotel rooms are yeah paid for and that kind of thing when it's multi day. So it sounds like he's trying to give some advice right now. <laughs> and what I'm getting is. Find something you like to do and then find out how you can make money doing it. And then it feels like you're not working, but you're making money. Genius. So, uh, yeah, dude, we've taken too much of your time and you've got to get on the road. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This is fun. Appreciate it. This is fun. We'll have more. This is only episode seven, eight, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He's going to the volleyball game today. You're going to the volleyball game outside. Yeah, the the volleyball day in Nebraska. Dude, 91 of my cl- 91,000 of my closest friends hopefully, right? Do I have a snap? Do I <laughs> I got you on Instagram, right? Oh yeah. Dude, put as much as you can on your story. <laughs> I want to see so much of it. I'm watching yeah. the Nebraska Huskers like they do drone flyovers and stuff. And I'm like watching it. I'm like, dude, this is the coolest thing ever and it's cool because Nebraska is the best at volleyball and yeah, and, they're and doing got, it here. They're highlighting all levels, right? They have UNK, they have Wayne State, they have right. the Huskers, and really? then UNO. Just all of, it's, it's going to be a fun day. Yeah, I'm taking my daughter and one of her friends and meeting my brother. He's coming up from Kansas, um, and his daughter, and so it's going to be a fun little afternoon. So. I might drive. <laughs> I might hide in your trunk. <laughs> yeah. Gosh darn. Fun. Gosh darn. Bryce, thank you for coming on the show. Dap it up for me. Ah, snap it guys uh be on the lookout for the fight september 9th if you haven't got tickets already it's not that far you have to get tickets as fast as you possibly can uh also just come to the come to the gym come to the gym shoot richard a message on facebook instagram bravo barajas carney combat sports message any of the coaches Anybody that goes here, just ask them one question. You won't be led wrong. All right. Uh, go listen to 21 Brick Street in other news on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. And uh, be looking out for more panda shirts to be showing up at your local anything because they just show up places.
That's how I sell them. They just kind of show up like pixies. All right, babies. We're out. Love ya. You got anything to say to the people? I don't. It's good. Okay. Come on. Give them something. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you said, find your passion and find a way to make money doing it. Boom. Love you.